super excited to be interviewing Meg Muir. Meg is a self-employed folk artist that specialises in exclusive art on Dartington Crystal. She professionally frames mirrors and creates bespoke art for all gifting occasions. Meg also creates botanical art on sea glass which is created into beautiful and unique jewellery. What was your inspiration in becoming an artist? My inspiration was actually through, it started out through, would you believe, painting with the grandchildren. So although I did well at school in art, it wasn't the career that I followed. Um, and I started painting garden pots with the grandchildren on a Saturday when they came to stop and it was raining one time and I thought what can I do and so I'd got some paints and I had these terracotta garden pots and we started doing designs and when they went home they were just absolutely delightful you know the the children had made such lovely pots that I thought you know I'm just going to do one for myself and I was addicted to then painting on garden pots and I taught myself how to do barge art first um, and watched YouTube videos and that was really the start of it that was the start of getting the creative bug oh wow that, that's quite interesting to, to hear but it was different different uh, inspiration I, I guess so um mm. you're are you a sort of a glass artist is this is glass the sort of medium you you choose to work with Yes, it is. I mean, um, that again evolved from me, do me doing initially the garden pots. People would, I put them on Facebook and people said, oh, can you do me one? Or can you paint this one? Or can you just put this on it? And it ended up where I actually had friends and family messaging me. And then a few months in, um, a friend says, oh, can you paint me a gin glass with that barge art? on it for a friend's birthday so that was when I started to look at the different mediums and loved painting uh, on glass and just the magic that comes from working with a different medium and um, so I learned how to do that and invest it it took me two years to find the right paints eventually when I started to do it professionally and did lots of research but yeah I love painting on glass crystal and I also paint on and design mirrors now. Wow so tell us the process from you know the design to the actual final product is that how it works do people contact you and request designs and then you'll design okay. it and make it how does that sort of process all all work? Well because everything I do is bespoke I do do some um, do some of my own designs and sell some of my own designs how my business evolved, I suppose, in my niche is it's, it is um, essentially wildlife and flowers and little critters. And you can probably hear in the background, I don't know if you're picking it up, but um, I paint in my garden and 
you know, so I have wildlife all around me all the time. So that was my inspiration. So people will pick the favourite birds or their favourite flowers or themes, for instance, thistles um, and bumblebees are really popular and blue tits and robins and um, or I paint garden scenes uh, or uh, waterfalls and different things, you know, sort of like or people's churches where they got married. I paint anything really. So clients ring me up, ask me to paint the church where they got married or paint the bouquet of flowers onto a vase for an anniversary gift. So uh, it's inspired by some of the clients' events and loves and likes or what their friends love. So each thing that I paint is unique Mm -hmm. and unique to them. And that's my... I suppose my unique selling points and then paint it. How long does that take then the process from you know the the design and then to the make is it quite a lengthy process or is it? It is it is because I'm a perfectionist (laughs) (laughs) and that's the truth of the matter Uh, every little flower has to have the right size petals and you know the right um, elements to it so yeah so everything's my detail is very fine so it's very fine detail so uh, from somebody ordering to receiving um, it can take up to two weeks to do um, a gin glass or if they order two obviously it's the same time but I'm, I'm painting the same item twice so to speak but it is very detailed but it's also extremely exclusive and what do you, you know, you said there, you're in your garden, I can hear the lovely, lovely birds and the, the wildlife <laughs> outside, you know, talking about the flowers and, you know, all the detail that goes into it. What do you get out of creating these beautiful pieces? Because it sounds quite relaxing, a bit of a therapy. It is relaxing, but it's also, um, I would encourage anybody to find some kind of craft that they're good at um because it is it becomes I'm passionate about creating gifts that you cannot buy on the high street so my motivation is to to produce something that is so wow factor that is so different and unique um that actually spurs me on because right down to me posting the gift out I like to know the reaction of the person that's opening that gift because I've put my heart and soul into it. And my strap line on my business is from heart to hand. Mm. And I would say that is really me to a T mm-hmm. because I put my heart and soul into it. And that's what I get out of it. And the joy of creating something so unique and so beautiful that, you know, is not going to be found anywhere else is my inspiration it's just it's so rewarding <laughs> I, I bet and do you have a, a favorite piece that you've you've made you know has someone asked mm. you to create and you thought you know that you know that's the, the stand-up piece for me that's the one that I've yeah. you know that I would want to keep myself for example have you got a sort of favorite <laughs> I want to keep them all <laughs> <laughs> Would you believe, Gemma, I haven't got one single thing in this house that I have painted because every time I do, I end up selling it. (laughs) So I would love my own set of um, wine glasses, I think, because I do love wine, um, but I haven't (laughs) got anything. Standalone piece that 
I suppose each one I do becomes my favourite while I'm doing it. So it's really tricky for me to give you an honest answer there. But I think the one that I did recently probably was the most technically challenging and it was the biggest um, item I painted was um, it was a lead crystal oval um, vase and it had two scenes on it one on one side on the other and it had boxing hairs on one side and then a, a hair on sort of looking out and it was um, it was full of thistles and alliums and um, it had lots of grasses and just so much detail it took it took over a month to paint and um, yeah I think my heart sort of um, weeped a little wept a little bit when that went because it was stunning absolutely Aww. stunning that means you're proud of it and you know it's it's nice to have that that feeling you know that you're proud of a piece and you would like it to kept it for yourself you know so it means that you're proud and you, know, you really enjoy it, enjoy it it is and the client was absolutely gorgeous and it was just a marrying of my my ideas her ideas and putting my design into it so you do feel like a part of you goes away with each piece mm -hmm. that I paint because you you're discussing all the little finite details with your client what they like and it's an ongoing process with me because sometimes when I'm painting I actually think oh that doesn't quite work or there needs to be some change or I need to add more so it's it's an ongoing process with the client it's a really creative uh partnership and uh, the clients are very much involved in that and that for them is really lovely and rewarding as well because they've had uh their part to play in in creating something for themselves or as a gift that's totally unique mm -hmm. And obviously, we're still in a in a pandemic with restrictions, mm. you know, sort of going on and on and off. How has that affected you in any way? Has it affected your business or maybe it's changed the way you design and you create? Has it impacted you at all? It's, it hasn't impacted on me at all because I work from home and I post 99% of what I do is posted to... Um, places in London, um, Buckinghamshire, Scotland, Essex. So my client base um, is right ac across the country, all over. I live near York, so I've got clients in York. I've got clients in Leeds. So I, I can paint uh, from home and post out. So it hasn't impacted on me at all. My business has just carried on growing. Uh, I think um, what happened in the pandemic was people started to just invest a little bit in buying something for themselves that maybe they wouldn't have done if they were going on holidays and maybe having meals out. So there was a, I found that I got a lot more orders because people were just buying something to treat themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of worked but out it, in a positive way for you, I guess. <laughs> it did. It did. Yes, it did. It was... Um, my business has been steadily growing and I get a lot of repeat business. And I think what clients tell me about my business is I'm addictive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addictive because once, you, once you've gifted the way I, when you've gifted a, something that's been uniquely made, 
-hmm. and you see the reactions of people when you've gifted and how that makes you as a person who's actually gifted that present as well I think it is a very addictive process because you knock the spots off anybody and anything that you you can find on the high street so my business has been steadily growing Fab. So where can people find you if they want to, you know, buy a piece from yourself? Where can they, they find you online? Um, well, I'm on Facebook, which is Meg Muir Artist. I'm on Instagram, which is at Meg.Muir.Artist. I'm on LinkedIn at Meg Muir Artist. I'm on Pinterest as well, Meg Muir Artist. So there's quite a few different mediums. And I have a website, um, which I need to improve, which is um, www.megmuir.co.uk. So it's quite simple, really. It's just use my name, an artist, and you'll find me on all the different mediums. Well, thank you, Meg, for, for that really interesting interview. I'm really excited for this to be the first in our series of um of interviewing artists so I really I really appreciate that it was lovely to talk oh, to you. you oh thank you Gemma I really appreciate it. it's nice to talk about it and and you know think that I might inspire other other people to pick up a craft um and just to not be afraid really to try new things yeah yeah definitely you know even for me you know I didn't think that I could draw and I'm learning like you're know, sort of following things on, on yeah. YouTube and I'm learning to draw and it might not be the best but I'm enjoying it I think that's what's so so important especially during lockdown finding something that we enjoy and finding something where we can take you know take ourselves away yeah. from the nasty world and just sort of relaxing in it's, art and it's definitely something that we, we should all be doing definitely it's it changes your mindset does um a creative process it stops you thinking about the bad things that could be happening and um your brain works in a different way when you tap into the creativity side of it mm -hmm. and um i think you find like for me now because i paint flowers and i paint wildlife when i go for walks I'm constantly looking at textures on barks. I'm listening. I'm looking for new, new birds that I don't recognise and I research them. I'm looking at wildflowers and you look at the detail. You become more aware of the world around you when you're looking at things, when, it's, when, you, when you have an artistic leaning. It's, um, it's really good for your well-being. Oh, definitely. That's definitely something that we, we talk about here on, on Gemma's journey as well in my blog and hope to talk more about in the future on this podcast. So thank you again, Meg. You've been oh, an absolute you. star. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Gemma's Journey podcast. I've been your host, Gemma Hurst. Now, if you're an artist, actor, dancer, or maybe you just love to talk about theatre, then don't, don't hesitate to contact me. I'm at Gemma's Journey on social media. And of course, make sure you subscribe and share this podcast. Thank you for listening.